But if you have a really bulky seam, it, the machine is just going to have a hard time going over it. I remember one quilt I was long arming at your mom's house mm -hmm. and she came in and she was like, these seams are really, is the machine going over these? And I was like, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> no, I'm circling around. Uh, them. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Miranda. That's Bowie. <laughs> That's Bowie. And this is Not, Not Your, Your Granny's, Granny's Quilt Show. Show. Welcome to episode six. I said that very weirdly. We're on six, guys. And we're here to talk about how to prepare your quilts for long arming. It's a serious business, man. And as an owner of a long arming business... I can tell you, we've seen some doozies. <laughs> There's zippers. There's pins. There's more zippers. So much zippers <laughs> and thread. It's a lot. But, you know, if you know what to do, I mean, it, it can be time consuming, but if you know what to do and you know the right steps, then it's like flawless every time. I feel like I'm going to learn something from you this episode oh. that I'm going to pretend that I do every time. You're like, of course, obviously, <laughs> absolutely, always. <laughs> well, I think the first thing is like getting familiar with the long arm that you're using because not all long armors use a, zip, a zipper system. Mm -hmm. We do at Sweet Pea. So um, we have an APQS and we use the zippers on the canvas. Some people just pin their quilt right to the zipper. So knowing your long arming system first so you know what to do. Um, I don't know. I think it just kind of depends on whether you're going to long arm it yourself or whether you're going to drop it off to be long armed. But so if you're doing it yourself and you know what to do, then don't listen to us. I mean, still do, but like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but if you're dropping it off, uh, I'd say make sure all your, all of your, what are they called? Threads are snipped because that can get caught in the zippers. It can get like hang up on the machine. We've maybe not ripped some quilts <laughs> doing that. Haven't, I'm no. sure. No. Do you recommend that people stitch around the outside? It depends on the pattern of the quilt's top. Um, a stay stitch around the edge of the entire top is usually recommended for um, especially blocks that are like put together on the bias. Mm -hmm. I um, think I've done that one time. Yeah. Cause it gets really stretchy and it just depends if you're, you know, using a stretchier cotton, of course yeah. you want to do that, especially if you're using flannel. Flannel. I was going to say I've done it on a flannel quilt and I've done it on a quilt where the blocks are all on the bias. Mm -hmm. And I assume it probably helped. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it does make a huge difference because when you know, you're pinning everything to the zippers to be, you know, put on the frame it stretches differently than mm -hmm. if everything was, yeah. you know. When I first started long arming, I would like tighten the top so tight. I would stretch that bit. Like bounce a quarter <laughs> off <Yeah>. that. <laughs> now I know not to do that. Your mom came in once and she was like, this is really tight. <laughs> Maybe too, don't do that. Too tight. <laughs> too tight. Yeah. That, I used to do the same thing. And then the more we kind of spent time at the quilt shop before we bought our long arm, they were kind of like, you might want to loosen that up. And we were like, <laughs> okay. 
Because <laughs> um, it's just like, to me, I'm like, I want everything tight and straight and perfect, but like you need that give mm-hmm. in there. So yeah, but also the stay stitch helps everything lay flatter and not like stretch weird when mm-hmm. you're trying to like sew down the edges each pass and like when you're rolling it on the rollers to to be put on the frame so yeah definitely a stay stitch if you've got stretchy fabrics or if you're sewing on the bias um another hot tip is to have all your seams ironed flat please um we've had a lot of there's just so many things it's like things that maybe you would think are easy and like oh of course but not everybody has that knowledge and so that's why we're here but sewing or not sewing ironing your seams down flat is huge because you don't want to get weird weird puckers in your Mm -hmm. quilt when it's being long armed or you don't want like things can just get weird at the seams so I've definitely thrown some quilt tops on the machine that have been just like curled into a ball in my closet for a while (laughs) and I've been like should I iron this before and sometimes I do and sometimes I don't and there's definitely a difference Mm -hmm. yeah when you don't iron yeah because then it's like you never know if it's really laying straight or if you've pinned the middle I mean you hope so yeah but it's if it's crinkly or yeah and I'm pretty obsessive about my quilts being square so after I take them off and I square them up I'll fold it in half just to make sure all the corners Mm -hmm. are actually square and I think the key to having a really square quilt is not over tightening it on the long arm machine Mm -hmm. and ironing it beforehand Mm -hmm. so it lays really flat yeah yeah because you you need to know what you're working with and when you overstretch it too it comes off the frame and then it's like warped because it's been stretched weird and yeah so that's kind of crazy so yeah snipping your threads making sure your seams are are laying flat uh what else oh making sure that your seams are actually sewn together (laughs) because we've had to fix a few spots there where you know the seam allowance just wasn't there and so Mm -hmm. had to go in and hand stitch a few things together like Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a huge hole in your quilt. Yeah. I think also watching out for really bulky seams, which mm-hmm. I know that I have done before. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a really bulky seam, it, the machine is just going to have a hard time going over it. I remember one quilt I was long arming at your mom's house, mm-hmm. and she came in and she was like, These seams are really, is the machine going over these? And I was like, No, no. No, it's not. No. I'm circling around. Uh, them. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fine. But now I'm just super aware of it mm-hmm. when I'm putting quilts together, just making sure that I'm nesting my seams or ironing open, which I hate, but does help reduce that bulk a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely watching out for that. And and if you know that ahead of time, you can kind of plan for that as you're sewing. And as much as, again, I hate, I hate sew or like ironing things open, the seams open, but I do it anyway because yeah. then I'm like, it must lay flat. Yeah. Because I think it's worth it in the end when you see your quilt finished and you're like, Oh my gosh, if I had just like, you know, haphazardly ironed it, like I want Mm -hmm. to sometimes 
it wouldn't have lain as flat and it wouldn't have pulled it up as nicely. So yeah, when you pull it off, you also don't want to feel a bunch of knobs in the quilt. You want it to be as flat as possible. Yeah, exactly. For snuggle purposes. So correct. <laughs> you don't want to be like laying on a weird bump. You're like, what is this? Oh, it's just <laughs> oh, it's my just, giant. It's just 17 layers of fabric that's layered it's together. Seam. Seam. <laughs> they, they can get thick quick. Thick. <laughs> That is a thick seam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh, batting is important too. <laughs> Sorry, I just yes. thought of it. Thankfully, <laughs> we sell batting, so it's nice because then we can just use the batting we like, and our customers yeah. are just like, "Yeah, I do it." Yeah, like, there's different colors of batting too. We could probably do a whole episode on this, but there's yeah. like natural batting. I always use white batting because I use a lot of white and light colors in my quilt and I feel like it just makes them a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. There's also black batting, which I have used before. I used it under a flannel Harry Potter quilt that I did and all the colors in it were like dark, dark jewel mm-hmm. tones. And so I used that black batting in there. Not that you can see it, but I'm sure it makes some kind of difference. I know it's there. <laughs> right, yeah, I guess for black batting unless it was like a dark fabric that you wouldn't want like a lighter yeah thing behind and same thing with like you want like i've been stuck using natural batting with like white Mm -hmm. and i'm like it just it does it like dulls it a tiny bit so if you want it to be that crisp bright you want to put the white batting in but yeah getting a good batting and some people are tempted to go cheap because it's like it can be kind of spendy, but oh my gosh, please don't do polyester. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so Just e- use the 40% off coupon at Joann's and get your batting half price. It's actually really affordable to do it that way. Yeah. I know you guys buy rolls. I always buy a giant roll of 40 yards of batting at a time. And mm-hmm. I remember the first time I bought it, I was like, I will never use all this batting. And I'm on, I think my fourth roll now mm-hmm. at this point. So mm-hmm. it's pretty affordable if you get it yeah with a coupon yeah and there's like almost always a coupon yeah but that i think a really annoying part that is important for getting ready for long arming is just snipping all the threads off the back of your quilt and i know we just talked about a quilt i made and i was like i'm not gonna do that but i think it is important especially if you have a lighter color fabric because sometimes you can see those threads exactly under the fabric once they're sewn in there's not a whole lot you can do about it Mm -hmm. although your mom has showed me a trick to like squirm those threads out of there but yeah you like stick a needle in and then like kind of just like push it over jimmy the thread out what (laughs) oh my gosh okay well i don't recommend that it's so much easier if you just snip those threads to start with and it can be a pain but yeah it's worth it i'm like (laughs) ocd i don't i mean i'm not diagnosed so like whatever but um (laughs) i am like a habitual like I snip every at the end of every row I'm snipping all my threads Mm -hmm. like at the end of every like everything every block is already trimmed like snipped and like because I can't handle all Mm -hmm. the loose threads and I know some people who just like go they don't care and I'm like how how do you do that like my brain can't see them because I'm like yeah just if I cut a darker fabric yeah I won't stress about it so much but if I'm using a white fabric I'll go through and try to snip some of those crazy colorful threads yeah I'm just yeah (laughs) all cuckoo but I think that's important too for like making sure that your quilt is also like squared and ready Mm -hmm. by the time you go to long arm it like you want it to be square before you put it on the machine so that it's square when you take it off the machine and so right squaring your blocks 
trimming up those threads, just making sure that you're doing your due diligence there goes yeah, a long way. It really does. And, and just taking that extra, you know, 10 seconds, like, especially if you're going to have someone else long arm it for you, otherwise they're going to have to do it and then charge you for their time to do the thing that you probably should have just done in the first place. <laughs> but <clears throat> it, it really does make a difference because if you're just slapping stuff together, yeah, if you put a lopsided quilt on a frame, it's going to come out lopsided and then you're going to have to square it up at the end and, mm-hmm. you know, lop some of that beautiful work off. So it's it's worth it to just check those things while you're going, you know, do it as you go instead of at the end. Yeah. Be sad that you have to cut off a chunk of your quilt. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, it's happened to all of us. I've been real sad about it. And there's been quilts where I'm like, I'm not squaring it. I don't care. I'm not cutting that corner off. And I just have a wonky quilt and I don't yeah. care. Nobody knows. It's fine. Once it's all yeah. laid out or folded up. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to think about. Yeah. I think just if you're attaching your own zippers, if you're using a machine that has zippers and you're attaching your own zippers, knowing how to use the zippers and how to find the center, mm-hmm. because a lot of times it's not, you fold the zipper and have to find the center, but you have to actually line up the zipper part of the zipper and not just the ends. The, yeah. The ends itself to find the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and we recently found a hack. That's not really a hack. We probably should have known about it beforehand, but if you have like a huge backing and your quilt is kind of tiny, you can like scoot it over, like just use like the right half of the zipper or the left half so that mm-hmm. you're not wasting a bunch of your backing. So just thinking about how you put it on the machine to like maximize the fabric that you're using. Yeah, I I just recently did that with like a little kid quilt because I had a huge, you know, a three yard piece of 60 inch wide minky. But if I had centered everything, I would have wasted so mm-hmm much of that fabric whereas like i loaded the minky sideways so like selvage to selvage Mm -hmm. and then put the the quilt on normal and because of the dimensions like i still had almost two two yards of that minky left over and i like didn't really have waste yeah i mean obviously there's always a little bit but i used to save every scrap of minky that came off and i have a box of like 10 inch wide pieces i'm like what am i what am i gonna do with this i'm like nothing why am i hanging on to this <laughs> yeah. just can't let it go because i mean if you listen to our minky episode we're obsessed we love minky i'm always like i'll make a dog bed or a pillow or <laughs> like, i can turn this into the world's tiniest pillow yeah. <laughs> oh a washcloth a washcloth of minky i don't Underwear, know where oh you know. i could like <laughs> I don't know, guys, but it's really hard to let go of it, especially when you know how much you spend on stuff. You're like, yeah, I am saving that one inch square of that fabric yep. because yep. that costs $7. Yep. <laughs> As we're filming this, it's March yes. and there's a hashtag on Instagram. So the scrap out of March oh. to make scrappy quilts. I cannot tell you how many scraps I have bins and bins of scraps and I've been mm. wanting to make a scrap quilt for so long to just like, first of all, get those things out of my life because mm-hmm. it's overwhelming yeah we what just need to make time? a million string blocks yeah a hundred percent because i start i made like six string blocks <laughs> and i still have so many scraps that i keep adding to the pile i'm like i'm gonna make more of those one day yeah have i no have i had ample time to do so correct yeah that is true i mean it's time consuming it is i have like four projects going on right now that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well I don't I just yeah 
look at it and I'm like, that's cute. And then I go do something else. That happens too. (laughs) That's also a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Long arming. (laughs) I know. I'm like, we're getting, we're devolving. Uh, I just want to think if we have anything else or if I can think of anything else. Yeah. I really just think like, watch your seams, square your shit up. It's like, yeah, it takes some time, but it's, it's like, take your time then or pay someone else to do it. Cause it's going to have to get done either way or have a wonky quilt or have a wonky quilt. And you have to live also with that option. <laughs> if you don't care, then just be like, I don't care. Yeah. But some people do care. And then it's like, then you leave the decision on the long armor and that feels kind of unfair, <laughs> but in the long run, it's your quilt, you know? Yeah. Do what you think is best for you. And yeah. But it definitely helps to have those little things done to make it a more seamless, <laughs> a smoother process <laughs> than, than it could be otherwise. So, yeah. I think um, just another thing that I've run into is making sure you have the right size batting. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes I will go in with like a huge thing of batting and be like, it's fine. I'll just cut it down later. But then it's like so bulky and it's like all folded under and it's everywhere. And if Mm -hmm. I just take the time to like trim it down to the right size to start with, it would be easier. But yeah, you know, you do. You got to do what you got to do. (laughs) Just got to make it work sometimes. (laughs) That just reminded me too. And this is another thing. If you're not really like familiar with long arming, you have to have extra width Mm -hmm. and length on the backing and the batting Mm -hmm. because of how it goes on the machine like you have to clamp it on and you need space for the machine to work back and forth in rows and so if that space isn't there like because quilts aren't perfectly square and the machine's not perfect either like it's close but you have to have that extra give just in case like you have to work outside the limits of like Mm -hmm. just the quilt top and so you know, when people have brought their, their backing in and it's like one inch on either side, my mom has had, we've literally had to sew extra fabric Mm -hmm. to to have the clamps, the sides just to, yeah, just to have the clamps hold the fabric in place and to make sure there was room for the, Mm -hmm. the pantograph to be stitched out edge to edge. Yeah. Yeah. So some places recommend six inches, which is a little excessive, but four to six is usually the sweet spot. Better to have more space than less space. Yeah. But yeah, like we can get away with four inches on either side. So that means eight inches extra total, um, and top to bottom, but, um, six is ideal. Yeah. So I've definitely cut it pretty close before on some of my quilts and it can be done, but it's just more easy and more comfortable and finishes better if you just have some excess fabric to work with. Right. Cause you're not trying to like, and you're that's not, like, where like, the... <laughs> right. That's where the overstretching happens or like with batting, you're having to like, you know, pull it to fit, but then now it's all stretched out in that spot and it's mm-hmm. not going to be as like cozy right there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's just not worth cutting it so close. Like yeah. you yeah. got to give that allowance of four to six inches around like all four sides yeah. backing and batting that's a major one that we had a lot of issues with, (laughs) but also because at first we were like, gosh, that seems like so much when we were learning. And then once we did it, we were like, Oh, okay. Especially when you're doing edge to edge pantos Mm -hmm. and you have the clamps holding the fabric to the side, sometimes the machine will kind of hit the edge of that clamp Mm -hmm. and then 
it'll just like make it a little bit wonky in that spot. So you want to make sure the machine has room to play and do its thing. And yeah, and it won't necessarily stitch in that, that spot, but you need that, like you're saying, you yeah, need that for space like for the, the machine to not bump into the, the clamps or like hit the hit the stability stuff because then it, it does, it makes like a wobble in the stitching and you're like, well, that's cute. Yeah. Hi, handsome. I think <laughs> when in doubt, work with your long armor, mm-hmm. work with your quilt shop or whatever you're doing, however you're getting it done. Yeah. And just ask all the yeah. questions too. Like I'd rather people ask me 50 questions on what to do <laughs> than them just hand me like a wadded up thing, <laughs> you know, then... And then we have to figure it out and call them and be like, hey, there's this thing going on with your quilt and I need permission to do this thing to it. And then have them be like, what are you talking about? Or, you know, them feeling as like the, the client, like I don't, we don't want you to feel like you have to compromise on what you want your quilt to be. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like ask all the questions. Quilt shops will usually have pretty good knowledge of what to do especially if they have long arming in-house um but also you can ask me and Miranda <laughs> on our socials because <laughs> we're here for you but yeah I think that's pretty much it yeah but yeah so snip your threads square your shit and you'll be good to go don't stretch it out don't stretch it don't stretch it like a trampoline <laughs> bounce quarters off of it <laughs> that's reserved for other things but anyway um yeah if you have questions or you want to know more you can find me at sweet pea design company on instagram and i'm at miranda makes don't forget to like subscribe and follow us wherever you can find us <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time bye bye